No beers cracking today because Cheeks has made us his what? It's called a Tilton. Uh, it's just vodka, club soda, and lemon juice. And we found out that Walmart club soda is not the good club soda. Don't do it. There's yeah. no carbonation whatsoever. Yeah. Ooh. So this actually, though, uh, yes, this is the Beer Watch Podcast, episode 134, Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. It's all the regulars. And the Cheeks, I consider a regular, even though you live in Texas coming out every now and then, a couple times a year. But we got Duvall, Jeeves, Cheeks. And we know a couple people had some good nights last night. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to we don't want to name or indict anybody. But uh Jeeves, how was your night last night? Where can people find you if they need to good. find you? Uh they can find me at Jeeves nineteen eighty eight on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Uh when I mean I was over here for a couple hours. Yeah. And then I went to mom and dad's to play a couple games with my brother and sister in law over there and then also said uh bye to my grandparents. Yeah. They were in town for a week. Uh, surprised me on Christmas Eve, oh, nice. and they went home today at like seven o'clock in the morning. So yeah. last night was the last night to last night to see him. Yeah. So it was good to see. It was good to have him in town. Did yeah. some things with him. Had some dinners and and went and saw my grandpa's side of the family on Sunday that we see about once a year, twice a year. But I think I think we're gonna. I think my, me and my brother are gonna try to change that since they live so close. Yeah. That uh, we can meet them in Gastonia. They live closer to Gastonia. Yeah. So we can meet them there and have lunch with them or have dinner with them on a Saturday or a weeknight. That I now that I get off early, that I can I yeah. can go with them more often. So I think we're gonna change. Start change. Gonna change that in two, 2019. Oh, okay. Good. He's getting his whole podcast out in the first no. round, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think that was uh, last time you didn't come over for a New Year's. I think it was when you had that broke back and you were scared Trent might whoop your ass oh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody call it Jeeves. Hey, man, it's fine, dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, and I don't want to slip and fall and hurt myself again. So, yeah. Well, you know, glad you had a good time. I know yeah. I know it didn't, you know, you didn't, you didn't end it with a bang, but hey, yeah. sometimes it's that time of the month, right, Jeeves? Yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Duvall. Well, uh, you know, they can find me at uh, Just Duval on Instagram, Rod vs. Duval on Twitter. Um, enjoyed myself last night, man. It's always a good time cutting loose with y'all. Yeah. Um, I hung out with my family um, before I left. Before I came back over here, I dropped off, you know, some food and yeah. some alcoholic beverages for us to cut loose with. Ooh. Then I came back over, and uh, we just kept the party going. And like I said, I was telling you all beforehand. We looked up and it was like five o'clock and we were sitting down here still just talking. <laughs> and it was it, that's that's kind of like and to be honest with you, you know with the way the world is now, those are the moments that you'll always remember because yeah. it was like there was no phones, yeah. there was nothing. It was just us in the moment, drinking, talking, playing video games, playing yeah. beer pong, just cutting loose. And, yep. You know, so I appreciate that and I'm yeah. looking forward to many more years of just. Oh yeah, that's it. That's it. a good time. That's what's that. It's good to have this basement to do it. Yeah. Just have all the stuff to do. So. Yeah, I think the star of the moment, though, uh, if you if you're friends with Cheeks, find his Snapchat because uh, Corey, <laughs> I know Corey's gonna be listening. He was dead asleep on the couch in the basement, and then some Usher song came on, and he uh, like almost we got a glimpse into possible 
They were, how the baby was made. Oh, no doubt. Oh, no doubt. Because he was uh, singing into them toes, Bridget's toes, <laughs> and it was a little... Little uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah, but... It was just like, are, are you? Do you know where you are? <laughs> <laughs> but and to to quote, I think the song, and I may be mistaken, it might have been "Love in This Club." No, nah, I would have. That wasn't it. No, I don't it, think was, so. it was. It was off his first one. It was up. Okay, we'll never we'll have to go it. back and watch yeah. it after the fact. But yeah, that was Corey. Appreciate that entertainment. I ain't laughed that hard in a long time. Oh, it was something just random. Because <laughs> uh, I just walked down and just saw like. Her foot up in the air, yeah. him about like about kissing them toes, and I was like, "What is going on down here?" <laughs> Turned into kind of like a gentleman's weird club, a fetish <laughs> club. Or you know what I mean? So, cheeks, where can they find you? If they need to find you, uh, Instagram and Twitter is I am the Maestro. Uh, Facebook's just my name. I don't really use Facebook like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, if you need to find me, those are places. To, those are the places to do it. And to piggyback on what has already been said, you know, it's always good. Just kick it. With your, you know, friends, because there's, like, no drama. Everybody's yeah. having a good time, you know. Gets late, start having a real talk, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, th- those are the moments that, you know, are are the best. Just yeah. the uncut, uncensored, you yeah. know. This is how I feel. What do y'all think about this and that? So, yeah. uh, it's always good to be to be back. Uh, you know, the Rollins always put me up. So, <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. It's always good. Like I said, we always got plenty of space regardless, you know, kids, no kids, whatever. Got the space, got the time. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I, like, I think you said this morning, Cheeks, it's always good when you do the house party on New Year's because you ain't got to worry about looking at your bank account the next morning as opposed to going out and you got the Ubers, you got the bar tabs or whatever else. So, yeah, that was good, you know. Nothing, I know Garrett came over, if you listen to some of our Game of Thrones pods, and he, uh, he has some tough times. Tough times. Yeah. <laughs> tough times. He, he drowned him away with a little bit of that that pain, so it was all good. But I guess we'll just well, you know, let's get to Panther season. Game's officially over. Yes. Let's put a little wrap on it before we get jump over to April with the draft. Duvall, how you feeling after? <coughs> I feel like we lost seven games in a row, and then they could have just lost one more to give us the top ten pick. And yes. This is the one that they signed to win. And, and the sad part is is I felt like the win Sunday was a loss. Because yeah. you, no, go, you go from picking eighth ninth yeah. to picking 16th. Yeah. And it's just like that That could change. You can get a game changer, like somebody that could change your franchise, a Cam Newton, a Christian McCaffrey, yeah. anybody like that, to now you could get somebody that could potentially do that. But you got to make sure that you hit on that yeah. particular spot. So um, it's difficult. Of course, I I never have a problem with us winning a game. But I mean, mm-hmm. it w- really was just kind of pointless. Some some bright spots was that we got an opportunity to, to have a, a backup QB competition next year. Yeah. With Kyle Allen, um, it was good to see a lot of the younger guys out there um, receiving core. They showed a di- lot of different routes. Yeah. With Curtis Samuel. Um, I mean, it was it was really good to see that. Um, I'm kind of, I am kind of glad to just, the season's over. Yeah. Now it's just, you, you take your time, you, you get away, you have your vacation, whatever the case is, and then you just get right back to it. And then yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting off season. Yeah. Um, because we got to find a defensive coordinator, which I think will be Steve Wilkes. Yeah. He'll come back home. Um, and then you also got to look at the guys that were losing in free agency. Yeah. There's a lot of young guys that were losing. There's a lot of talent that. We could try and bring back, 
like Eric Reed. Yeah. Or and then there's also so many free agents on other teams that it's like, okay, we gotta be aggressive because yeah. Yeah. to me, Ron Rivera can't go if anything less than NFC Championship game next year, and he's gone. To I, me, yeah, to me, I agree. You know, so to me, he's got to he's got to be all in now. He's got to make sure he makes the right decisions on the defensive side, the offensive side. I think his riverboat part will come back next year because he has no choice. Yeah. Um, but overall, it happens. Everybody has a down tough season, but it could have been better. I, I wish Cam to get healthy, rehab his shoulder. <laughs> Hopefully there's no surgery, just rehab. And yeah. I'm assuming that because they haven't done surgery yeah. or planned for it, it's probably just rehab and rest. But um, isn't that isn't that what he did uh, what last year when he well, had so well that, no, he had the surgery two years ago. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is so like this year, the beginning of the year, you can see that like his strength was back because you know typically like any other injury, yeah. it usually takes about a year yeah. to really see the benefit. But I think what happened was when T.J. Watt hit him against Pittsburgh. It aggravated or, or kind of he may have even sprained it or any or something like that. Yeah. So what happened is, is because he's still throwing on it constantly week in and week out, it never got an opportunity to really heal. And there was no bye week between then either. Yeah. So yeah. if we'd have had a bye week or so with our Thursday night game and another bye week, I think he would have been fine. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he's fine now. But of course it's just a precaution. I mean yeah. he's franchise quarterback. But yeah. um I'm not gonna take up everybody's time, but I I, I, I think you know, overall, there was some good, bad, ugly all season. Yeah. Um, but that's with any team. At the end of the day, we're still going to be diehard fans if we were one and fifteen or fifteen and one. So, you know, I guess now it's just look forward to see the mediocre Hornets and there <coughs> city it is. of mediocrity, man. Yes. Charlotte, right now. Oh, like I, said, I, I had a feeling they weren't. Now I was hoping they were going to fire him just because I. It's, I feel like we're going to look back on this and be like, dang, Robert Vera really coached Cam Newton his entire career. And we were going to miss out. So, like, look what, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, McVeigh's don't grow on trees. Yeah. But, I mean, even look at the OC Freddie Kitchens did for Baker Mayfield. Like, just just a coach that is a little more innovative, I feel like, could have done some stuff. But now, now, let me ask you this. So, if he was gone, who would you have won? See, like, I, and I tried not to dive into it because I, I started feeling like they weren't going to get rid of anybody. And that's what okay. – I really don't – like I said, I haven't had time to study all the different OCs or – And plus he's, he's still here, so it's not like you can exactly. really do it. <laughs> like, oh, there wasn't – I mean, everybody's throwing out the Lincoln Riley, but I didn't think he was leaving OU at all. There's, yeah. there's no point for him to leave. Exactly. Um, what 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 y'all think of uh, David Tepper in his first year? There's nothing really to judge off of. Yeah, he didn't. He could, his his hands were tied for the most part. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So I think for him, I, I appreciate him bringing put the Panther logo in the middle. Yeah. And we all said we prefer to be a little bit larger. Yeah. But um, I I know he's put a, a strong emphasis on building a new practice facility, yeah. making some upgrades, all those types of things. So um, I think he's gonna bring a a pedigree where it's like okay. He's going to stick to his person as far as, like, you know, Pittsburgh, they had Tomlin for so long. Yeah. So I think he's going to be one of those people that's going to be like, okay, I'm going to get the right person, and they're going to be here for a substantial amount of time. Now, whether that's Ron Rivera or the next guy, I don't know. But I, I appreciate him at least giving Rivera a shot yeah. because he's like, okay. With, like I said, at the same time, I feel like Cam saved Rivera's job. Yeah, him getting hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, saved, oh, yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is crazy. Yeah. It's like, I just – uh, well, you hurt. can sit there and say, like, yeah. You can say, and you go in there and meet the owner, look, like, what? But then, to me, the response is, well, why didn't y'all have a better backup plan? Like, because to me, if you're hinging on, like, like Heineke, 
didn't play till what the last the second to last week, and that was the backup you had. Like, what if Cam goes down in week one? Like, this would have been a one in fifteen almost, you know, season. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just, and that's one of those things where I I just don't know if I trust Rivera and and Herney to build the right team to get it done. Maybe I'm like I said with Tepper up there. Maybe they're able to go out and get different kind of players. And also, like I said, hopefully they put up. There's nothing like, oh yeah, a billion dollar business, and they can't practice outside when it's raining or snowing. They got to practice in a ballroom like you're in high school again. Yeah, and it's gymnasium. Like that to me is, has been baffling that you can't get that done. You said, oh no, we're competing for a Super Bowl, but you don't have your your athletes at the top of the line you don't have stuff. A facility, that yeah, to to compete with the, the Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, that's like that's just you know. So yeah. hopefully that gets done. But yeah, no, there's a lot. Like I said, I, I told you before. I hope they treat. Peppers and Thomas Davis, like the Chargers kind of did Antonio Gates. It's like, look, if you can go out and get another gig, by all means. But if not, you know, only bring them back if, you know, somebody gets hurt. Because I think you need to get – that defense was old and slow fast. You got to get a youth movement. And you, you just can't bring everybody back from a 6-10 team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's no – like, and I, that's what bugged me too about Rivera was like, oh, I want all the veterans back. What? Come on, man. Like, what? Like that? You just want another six and ten team? Like I don't, I don't understand that either. Now I know he's a players' coach and he's just coach speaking it, you know. But but it's, it's like I, like we're seeing this change in the NFL, and it's like the Panthers are like the last to kind of catch that wave. Yep. yep. It's like you know I get you know back in the day we did things this way that way, but you know we're, it just feels like we're. It feels like we're going to get left behind. Yeah, and, I agree. You know, we have Cam. Like, yeah. you know, put Eddie Reed with Cam. Yeah, or McVay with Cam. Like, whoa. Yeah, he can throw fifty <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Real. Yeah. Look what he's done with golf. And golf, it was like golf. golf they're talking about boom, bus. Boom. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, now they're like, oh, he was a the first half of the season. He was MVP in the candidate. Yeah. 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 And that's what I like. I said that's what bugs me the most is just like we should consistently be in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah, and, and with the talent that we have. Yeah, and like I said, the stat that blows my mind is literally after eight seasons, John Fox and Robert Rivera have the same exact win totals at 71. History repeats itself. It's the same thing. And like Cheeks is saying, we had it like in, well, a couple years ago, Rivera was like, with, with the team started letting you have like iPads, the Microsoft surfaces on yeah. the sideline. He was like, oh, no, I, I'd rather just not have that because it should be about coaching and like making adjustments in the game. Like, that's something that should help you on the sideline. Side, yeah. You can see it, so you yeah, can, yeah. Like, so you can adjust your up. And like you're saying, it's just, he's just so archaic. And yes, there are some things from the old school that you keep in, yeah. but you know, there's also a whole new wave of playing the football now, and mm-hmm. it just seems like Rivera always takes so long to make those changes. Mm-hmm. Now, is, is, is it Rivera making so taking so long to make those changes, or is it? The upper people. I feel, like I feel like it's a combination of both because at the same time, the GM and the coach have to be on the same page. Yeah. So okay. if, the, if the coach comes to you and says, hey, I, I got some ideas. I understand you're old school, but we need to, you know, yeah. we need to be more innovative. But if he's like, you know what, this way is going to work. And the thing is, he's looking at it as, okay, I went to the Super Bowl with a 15-1 team because of this. Okay, that's fine, but that was one time. Yeah, yeah. you know that's not guaranteed that it's going to happen again, exactly. and again, and again. Because every time 
that New England went to the Super Bowl, they went a different way. Yeah. Early on in sure. Tom Brady's yeah. career, it was defense. <clears throat> yeah. Now it's more and so, run the ball. And they ran the ball. Stuff, now yeah. they very rarely run the ball. Yeah. But when they need to run the ball, they're able to, but it's on Brady. You know, so it's just like you got to look and you got to say, okay, Cam was 26, 27 in his, like, heart prime. Like, that was yeah. prime. To me, as a runner and all that kind yeah. of stuff, that's why he was so dominant. Yeah. So now at 30, is he still in his prime? Heck yes. Yeah. But at the same time, you got to look at all the talent he has around him now. Yeah. And it's like, you can take some of that pressure off of him. Yeah. Yeah. But if they don't do that. Well, they've had, this is the most talent they've had around Cam, I yes. think, in his whole career, offensive wise. Yes. Now the defense has kind of faded because the veterans and all that kind of stuff. They just gotten old, old fast, but. Yeah, you, you got to make adjustments, and I feel like it's just he's just so slow with doing that. And yeah, to back to your question, Jeeves. I mean, Tepper, it, he's trying not to rock the boat too much because he doesn't want to come in and just be like, get rid of everybody. And I get that, you know, because yeah. it's just he still hasn't even owned the team for a whole year yet. Yeah, true. So, but it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, this is Rivera. Like, he again, he went back to North Turner, who's been coaching. He coached when Michael Irvin was in the league. Like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like that's. It's his way, it's his style of ball. And it's yeah. basically play not to lose the game. Play not to win, play not to lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yeah, he'll score 24 points, so it'll be 24-10, and he'll just ease off the gas. And all of a sudden, it's 24-24, we're like, what? Yeah. So, so let me ask you, this is the question. So, how much more of an upgrade was he than um, Shula? Because to me, to some degree, Shula was kind of like, okay, he would show some flashes, but then it's like, okay, we're up eight, so we're good. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Is just, but that's the thing. Shula was a part of the North Turner tree. They're all yeah. they're all from oh, like man. Chicago, and then the Chargers. Remember right. when yes. when the Chargers went twelve and four, and they should have went to the best team they ever had yeah. with LT and Phillip. That was North Turner's coaching team, and Ron Rivera was the defensive coordinator. So it's all the same. Yeah, and they can get it done. But again, it's one of those things is. With all this new wave, they got to implement some of the new stuff. And they were doing, like I said, the first couple of weeks, they were doing good. Then the camp shoulder injury, like I said, that was a blessing for Rivera if they were going to take it. Like, well, look, man, a quarterback couldn't throw the ball more than 25 yards. Mm-hmm. And that, but then it goes back to, okay, well, why didn't you have a capable backup? Yeah. If that, like, Heineke was the guy you were going to go I mean, we were watching in the preseason, and it was like Heineke and Garrett Gilbert and Kyle. Like, Kyle Allen didn't get any burn. Yeah. And he, yeah. Ended up, he ended up looking like the better of all, all, all the guys. Yes. <laughs> like, he should have been playing before Heineke. Yeah. Like, I, I, he should have played against the Falcons. Yes, when started. Heineke got hurt, and then Kyle Allen came in and threw four for four, and they got him in the red zone. Kyle should have stayed in the rest yeah. of the game. And then Heineke came Don't in and threw a pick. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yep. and that's the stuff that I'm talking about. And I know you got, like, and the same thing with the Greg Olson thing. That's Miller. Greg Olson's playing fine. He gets hurt. Ian Thomas comes in, plays admirably. Greg Olson comes back, and he disappears. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Olson gets hurt, and he has nine catches against the uh, Thomas has nine catches against the Browns. It's like, how are you not getting both of them on the field at the same time? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Same thing with the DJ Moore. How come DJ Moore, and Curtis Samuel didn't get more reps until only Funches stunk it up and Torrey Smith got hurt? They both got hurt. Yeah, they both got hurt. Yeah. He, Rivera is so it's loyalty to a fault. It can be good, but look. Why are we starting 37-year-old Mike Adams when we just spent a third-round pick on a safety? Mm-hmm. And, my, like, at least by the midway through the season, you should at least be getting him some more, some more reps. reps. Yeah. yeah. And, but then but then also when they drafted the guy, they take a guy in the third round, and it's like, okay, you at least to me your first four picks should have significant playing time. Exactly. But then they say, oh, yeah, well, he's going to learn the safety. He hasn't played safety since he was in high school. He was a nickel corner, but we're drafting him as a safety. It's like, 
Why'd you do that? Because he's obviously not going to like compete as a starter. Like now, you're just wasting a safety spot yeah. and wasting the draft. That's the case. Yeah. If you, whoever's doing your draft board, why did you look at somebody that's been playing safety for four years? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I agree. I just and there's a whole thing looking at like you know you, you can dive into like the spark scores and athleticism and like Rashawn Gordon was one of the least athletic safeties in this draft, and they take him. And you're just like, okay. Like, I, in the, okay, of course, you take different things in different account. It's not always clear cut, but it's just kind of like you want a guy to me that's more athletic and testing wise yes. as a safety than just a guy like, oh, well, he looks like he. Sometimes it, the tape lies, sometimes the tape doesn't, but it just. So, again, that's the same back to Chief's point. We're just, we seem to always be behind. And we thought we were going to make the jump before with Christian McCaffrey. And luckily, he had a killer season, but we still went 6 to 10. But even the year before, he was, how was Christian McCaffrey not starting over Jonathan Stewart? Jonathan Stewart been washed for three years. Uh, it'll be interesting, though, because Tepper is a hedge fund guy. And, like, you don't become successful if you're not changing with the Toms. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm interested to see, like, when does that. Personality come out. Yeah, I think it'll be. I, 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 yeah, I, I think it's this year. Yeah, and, and this year with the coming with the times, yeah. um, the way that the football is going, and everybody like Ron Rivera and all the coaching are going to have to get on board with Dave Tepper. Yeah, or you guys are they're going to be gone after yeah. this season. And I also don't think as a guy, a hedge fund guy, and a billion multi-billionaire. He's got a list of guys, or if he doesn't, he's got a guy who has a list of guys. I, I of like potential candidates, He's probably got it all, and he's yeah. probably saying to himself, like, if he doesn't, and he's probably saying to himself, to be honest with you, he's like, the only way he's come to him, he may say the only way he's come back is in a street championship, and maybe even be Super Bowl. Yeah, I, to me, I, I, I am with this talent, anything but a Super Bowl is a lost oh, season. Yeah. yeah. And I would love to see like something like the Saints did this past year. They traded their first round pick to go up, get Davenport a defensive end because they knew they did a defensive end. They went all in, went out and got Eli Apple, went out like they, they, now they had no draft pick, so they went Super Bowl or bust. But at least they recognized, okay, Drew Brees is playing at a high window. level. Here's the He's window: got two more, maybe yeah. three, two out, two years left. There are yeah. windows to win, and that's like I feel like Kamara. Yeah. They gonna have to pay him, pay Michael Thomas. That's so this is like okay, we gotta. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a window there. And then, like I said, you worry about replacing Drew Brees when the time comes. But right now, we're going all in, all in. And like I said, so far, it looks like they're an easy walk to the Super Bowl. Now, that is why they play the games. But they're undefeated since Champagne's been there in the playoffs at home. I mean. Yeah, I I think it's a walk. Like they. then they're going to play at Atlanta in a dome for the Super Bowl. Like. It's going to be a Saints home game. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's basically what it is. I, I can't see anybody. The Chiefs may give them a run if they can get there, but somehow I don't trust Andy Reid to play. And, no, and, and I mean, New England, you never really know, but yeah, can't, I, can't, you can't count out. I don't think they have defense enough to, to stop New Orleans enough. Yeah, yeah because true. you got to think about it. I mean, score. Exactly. Yeah, like I said, we had to play. We played damn near a perfect game against the Wolves and still lost. Yeah, that was, and we were at home though. Yeah, yeah. And then we go and toss one. Away. I mean, like you said, it's always good when you get the W's, but like in that sense, it was like it was the, we more lost than win, win. Yep. on that because one. Because you got to look at it like, okay, we need so much. And you, if you can get a – if you're picking at 7-8, and then you can use leverage. Okay, so if you say to yourself, okay, we're going to trade back to 10. So yeah, we can get an extra pick in the yeah. second round. We're good. But, I mean, at, at 16, it's like, eh. The, yeah. only, the only thing that you can do at 16 is – 
almost go up or get rid of your first round and have two second rounds. Yeah, but I don't I don't yeah. see them doing it. I'm, if if I'm te- if I'm Tepper, I'm pulling in the whole staff. Like here's data from what the best teams are doing in the league. Yeah. Okay. I'm giving you the information. Do with what you will. Yeah. yeah. But if I look out here on Sundays and our numbers aren't matching up with what this says right here, then we're gonna have some we issues. Do, we do. Yeah. We, we have another seven game losing streak. But the problem is, is he got already, they already got issues, and he already know that because he's sitting there saying, "I mean, like you got to think logically." And Temper's probably saying this: if there's no way, if I put Cam on any other team in the in the NFC, AFC, it doesn't matter. There's no way that we're gonna go six and ten. Yeah, no. seven and nine. Yeah, yeah, they're seven and nine. There's no way. You put Cam on any, in other, any team. other team. You go to the playoffs. Yeah. Any other team. Yeah. So Minis- you put him on that Minnesota Vikings team. You really think they're not going to make? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so. No, like I said, you hope the change is coming. I just hope that it kind of lights a fire under Rivera. But I mean, I, I think I think it I think it will because he has said it in his press conference that. I'm not worried about my seat until Dave Tepper said something. Secret so he has, but he he's he, someone has put that in his ear to where okay, I'm waiting on Dave Tepper, and but Dave Tepper may not say nothing to, also to him until he brings him in office and fires. So, but that sounds like you're way too comfortable. Yes, that's what I was just saying. Like way I don't want you like, and that's what bugged me too. Is like he's way too like he's like, and that's what bugged me near the end of the season. Like he felt too comfortable. He's just like, oh no, nah, like. We're all good. We're great. Like and then, like the next day after the season, they beat the Saints. Whatever. And he comes in with a shirt that says "Wofford is coming." Like it's just like yeah. Like you're you're already just like you're not even like it doesn't seem like you're disappointed in this season. You're more like you're just so comfortable that you're already looking at training camp. True. You're not even like at least a bit pissed off. You're just kind of like he just see like skip right over and that's it. what killed me. Like you know. He he gets it like when he was throughout the season he got like a new dog and they were posting stuff about the yeah. dog and all that. I'm just like and I understand you want to get to the point they are humans and they have lives outside yeah. of it yeah. but sometimes it just seems like it's way too comfortable too many commercials of the BMW Mercedes yeah Pepsi commercials too many too many shirts yeah that he changes his shirt For, every every single press For what that he we does. ain't one shit. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We lost three straight, but you still wearing the shirt. Yeah, that's where it goes back to the comfortabil- comfortability. Yeah. Is if he changes his shirt every single press conference, that's what people are. That's what seems to me people are talking about more than what he is saying. He's talking about the shirt that oh, the new Ron Rivera shirts out. But what actually did Ron Rivera yeah. say at that press conference that y'all are talking about in the media? That's why I think this year. He's got more pressure than he's ever had. Should. So I think he's probably saying to himself, like I said, and, and we're on the outside, so we don't know what type of conversation yeah, exactly. There's a strong possibility Steve Wilkes already coming back. So he's probably saying to himself, like, you know, of course they talk. But they again, listen. but again, it's just enough, nothing against Steve Wilkes. Mm-hmm. But he, only, he was only there for one year. Do we really want Steve Wilkes back? What about Todd Bowles? I, I listen. Todd I, Bowles, I, I want. I want. I want. I honestly want. Somebody outside of the organization to saying. come in and play defense. That's defense what I'm, and see, that's the thing too with Ron Rivera. Same thing last year when Wilkes left. And again, Washington deserved the opportunity. Yes. He, we found out he was in over his head. It happens to everybody at some point. But again, it's okay to get somebody else outside of the organization that's better. 
Not everybody in your organization is ready for the next step slash better. And then when the secondary coach got canned because he has inappropriate emails to women or whatever, he just, like, brings up the assistant secondary coach. A guy in it, it's just like, to me, that's poor coaching. Like, there's other guys out there that you can get. so much talent. Yeah. It's like, hey, like, there's, there's even NFL teams bringing in high school head coaches just for, like, offense and defensive purposes because it's like, Oh, why? Why'd you call this play? Or what were you thinking mm-hmm. here? Yeah. Like, can we get a guy like that? Yeah, I would like innovative this. and forward thinking. And, and yeah. again, loyalty to a fault. He wants to pay back the guys who helped him, and I get that. But at some point, you're going to end up promoting a person who is not ready for the job, yeah. aka Eric Washington. Washington. Yeah, like, that's what happened. He was not ready for it, but he Rod Rivera couldn't see it because he was so loyal that. Let's go out and get somebody with a little more experience. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, same thing with Shula. He hung on to Shula for so long. And then finally he went out and got Noah Turner. But, again, someone who's in his system. Yeah. But, he, yeah, he was under North. Yeah, he was saying. on the North Turner. Not somebody. And, that's it. And, and, see, and, and it could be, which is not good, is fear of stepping out of his comfort exactly. zone. Because, which is not a good thing. Because well, sometimes. Yep. Yeah, sometimes you got to step out of there. Yeah. Like, to say, okay, well, listen, I'm going to step out here on faith. I'm going to give you a shot. This is what we're trying to do. And if you're on board, that's fine. If not, then I'll find somebody else. Yeah. So, yeah, I would love to have somebody outside that will have a totally different energy yeah. to everybody on the defensive side. So he has no loyalty to nobody on yeah. that side of the ball. And, so, also, and also the fact that I like it got, like I said, Rivera's been here for eight seasons, coming up on his ninth season. Has the message run thin because you ain't one shit. Could be. Yeah. Like, look at all like. We dove into this with a guy I work with, and literally the longest – like Marvin Lewis was probably the only one that hung around for 16 years and didn't win a playoff game, right? right? Which is still wild. Yep. Did some good things. But the other guys, like Sean Payton's been there for a while. Bill, they've all Mike McCarthy just got canned at 13 years, but he did win a Super Bowl. Yep. So at some point, you're keeping Rivera around, at, at, and it's just mediocrity. We haven't won anything. Mm-hmm. And since the Super Bowl 15-1 season, he's like 23-23 and 23 and only like 6-20 and 20 something or 6 and. 13 against the NFC South. So it's you gotta start looking at some of this stuff. Like you can't hang on to that 15 and 1, and we didn't win anything. Yeah. And again, as the message run thin, our players like, okay. And, I you mean, know. you you've been saying have the has the message run thin all season. Yeah. And I would say it has. Yeah. Because it's the, the players, the players have been tired. Yeah. The players are tired of hearing, oh, we're here to win the game. We're here to win the game. I'm not. He doesn't. He's only thrown the players under the bus that I know of one time at a press conference. Yeah, this this past end of the season was the first time he ever really threw. Yeah, so he he threw Cam in front of a couple buses. Yeah, and I'm just like, what? Like you throwing your best player in the whole franchise history? Like what? So that would for me, if I was a player, it's like that would be run thin. Yeah, to where. If some if a player has messed up or if a defense coordinator, offense coordinator has messed up, you as a coach at a press conference, someone asks you a question, you you have to say, okay, they have to take responsibility. Yeah. They're gonna come up next, you ask them that same question. And then also like, you know, when Khalil Ryan Khalil was retiring and stuff and he was saying like near the end about coaching, he was like, I don't think Ron should get fired, you know. It's on us. It's disciplinary issues. It, it's just, and I'm like, that's coaching. That's discipline is coaching. So, like yeah. I said, if you're having all these issues and you're not, you're not disciplined enough. You're not. Again, are people just okay? We got Ron message. It's just one of those things. Everybody seems too comfortable in their job. I mean, it's it's one of those things where you know we've all played for that coach that no business 
being coach. coach. Yeah. And your immediate thought was, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not going to listen to you. And now we're talking about grown men yeah. making millions of dollars. The check's going to clear regardless. <laughs> True. Yeah. So I have this man telling me, but, like, we all know that you probably shouldn't be here. Yeah. Of course I'm not going to listen. Yeah. Like, yeah. why? Like, you want me to get hurt? Yeah. Because you suck at your job? Yeah. No, nah, I'm good. No. Yep. I mean, and to me, it's kind of with, with Khalil saying that, I, I feel like the players are almost too comfortable, too, and losing. And, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, yeah, Ron Rivera should stay here. It's like, are y'all cool? Like, you just everybody's cool that with mediocrity. Yeah, just, you know, and yeah. it's just, I think you need a shake-up. We all have that sometimes in your life where you're like, they bring somebody new in at work, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, is he about to jump me? Am I not next in line? I thought I was next in line for the promotion, but now I just brought somebody new in who's over here grinding, and I was able to leave work a little early and skim 30 minutes off the top, and now I need to stay a little bit later to make sure they know I'm still grinding. And and that's what I feel like that defense kind of got old and slow, and I think the coaching staff, same thing. Get me some new blood in there. Mm -hmm. And and like I said, I think they got to bring – Oh, Catanzaro back to compete with Gano. I think Gano got way too comfortable after he made that 63 game winner. Uh, and I guess, and to me, get a better backup. Look, Cam is going to be 30. He's played a lot of ball. You can't go into the season with Heineke as a backup and go, we good. Because, you again, you can't tell me you're all about winning, but you got Heineke as your backup. Exactly. No. Yeah. You can't tell I, me. I'd, about, I'd rather have Allen as a backup. Well, not even, but even, I mean, even, even the, but you still, but you, even you bring somebody the, else to compete with yeah. Allen too, because like, I mean, and, and like really formidable. Like, so like, if somebody yes. with a college resume, yeah, so like you're like, oh, all yeah. right, well, you know what? Oh, he actually did play well. Okay, yeah. exactly. Like yeah. there was, there's plenty of quarterbacks. I mean, yes, we, you can get a veteran backup at least. Go okay, you know, look at the Nick Foles and, and the fucking Eagles scenario. Yep. they went there. He, Nick Foles essentially helped them win a Super Bowl because they didn't go with somebody like a Heineke to back up fucking Carson Wentz. Yep. I mean, that's the key you got to do. Also, they had the money to pay him too. That's true. That's the whole <laughs> other thing. The best <laughs> thing the Saints trade the pick. Yes, which yeah, yeah, be No, again, they went all in and they knew shit. If if Drew Brees goes down, we got a formidable back. Exactly. Yeah. But us, we sitting here talking about if Cam goes down, we're gonna try out Heineke and Allen. And yes, Allen looked good for the one game. But again, that's one game. That's yeah, like one game. And I don't want him to just be like if they stay pat and they go, okay, we're gonna keep Kyle Allen, and then they don't draft the guy to like the seventh round, or they don't even go give him sign a veteran. Yeah. So then when you compete, you got Cam, you got Allen, get you a veteran that's like a six, seven year guy to come in, and then draft the guy in the fifth, sixth round. Uh-huh. And then they, there you go, let them battle it out, and you got a mix of everything at least you know. But bringing in, like I said, it was Cam. Heineke, Allen, Garrett Gilbert, all in training camp, and you're like, really? Yeah. Like y'all really putting it after you just saw the Eagles win a Super Bowl with a backup, and y'all not even gonna give us any type of like a decent yeah. backup. Like, you're not yeah. trying to win. The same thing with the Redskins. They talk about winning, but they wouldn't go sign Kaepernick. They go try out Colt McCoy and Mark Sanchez. And then Josh Johnson, yeah. what his name is? He wasn't even in the league. Yeah. He wasn't even in the league. But now he his story was cool. He got that one win for him or whatever, but still the same thing. Don't tell me you're trying to win. And like I said, they did a good thing with getting Eric Reed. And finally, yeah. that's the first time we've had a safety since, like... Mike Minner? Yeah, and even Mike Minner was still never really, like, that versatile... But he was, yeah, he was solid. He was, yeah, he was he, consistent. He, was, he yeah. made the tackle. Eric Reed is, like, a, it's the first time we've had a legit, legit starting safety yeah. that will pop you over the middle, make the tackles, make make a play on the ball. Yeah. We've never Before had Before then, you could say maybe Mike Mitchell, but he was more of just downhill. He was a thumper. Yeah, yeah, he was that a was thumper it. guy. Yep. And that was, like I said, 
building a team. And I just don't trust Hernia Rivera to do it. But, you know, maybe the new year. Are they going to be new year, new me, or new year, same me? We're about to find out come April. Well, well that be a little earlier. Bar- well, what, March is the free agency period. Was March 1st? Yeah. Yeah, so, so you got a- April with the draft on who they pick yeah. in the draft. Yeah. But see, that that's, I mean, we got so many holes. Mm-hmm. You can pick any player at 16, and I don't have a problem it's with it. It's It's got to be. Because uh, I, I don't think there's offensive tackle that's going to fall that far. No. And it's not even a strong. I think, honestly, uh, we got to figure out what's happening with Khalil. But I wouldn't be mad if they if they could somehow decide to keep Darrell Williams, keep him at right tackle, promote him and put him at left tackle. You can just franchise him. Well, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the only problem is you're franchising a right tackle, and it's all tackle money. Right, yeah. So you're paying it. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But unless, unless they feel like – unless they can go get a, a right tackle in free agency that's cheap, and then you move more to the left tackle, and you're still okay yeah. versus – and you don't have to pay what you would have paid for Darrell Williams. Yeah. You could do that. Yeah, but it, yeah. it just – it's going to be interesting. I know defense, they've got, they've got to go get somebody. they got to get defensive end. they got to get another safety – but my problem is, is when you drop from picking eighth to sixteenth, you've got probably. Well, luckily, luckily, this is a huge deep defensive end class. Yeah, I mean, like it's like a historic. It, it, it is. It's, it's only. It's probably like ten that's gonna go in the top yeah. twenty. Like Bosa's going probably number one. Well, who's picking the cards? And they just took a cue at one. So they're gonna. Bosa's going, 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 going one. That's easy. Then you got my man from Michigan. Then you yeah. got my man from Clemson. Clemson got two or three. three yeah. Uh, you got my man Florida's from Florida. Florida's got a couple. Got, Florida's, Florida's got one. Florida State's got a couple. So we'll get one of them. Kentucky's got the end. Now he's yeah. a more of a 3 4 guy, I think, but still, that's still a lot. Yeah. So it's got to be the end. Unless. No, it's the end. There's like, there, there's, there's, <laughs> there's, it's not offense because, I, I mean, yeah, offensive tackle, I would go, I would go DN and offensive tackle. But I think you've got it with how slow that defense looked. I think it's got to be. And you haven't put any juice in that defensive end spot in a long time. Would you still take a DN if Peppers comes back? Yeah, you oh, still you got, yeah, you got drunk. He's thirty. He'll be 39 years old. Sure. I mean, and he should again, be in a limited role anyway. Yeah. And he's only he's only coming back for the sack record. Yeah, he's one away or half a sack, sack away. away. So he, from but again, record, he going to follow no, somebody. from third overall. He's going to follow somebody. Yeah. He'll be good. Um. But to me, you got, I mean, you got Mario Addison, who's 30, going to be 31. Peppers, if he does come back, 39. And after that, it's Marquise Haynes, a fourth-round undersized defensive man. Yeah. F.A. Obata, great story, but will he develop? Yeah. He just started playing football four years ago. I mean, come so on. That, that, he's only going to be. And, uh, it's all undrafted guys after that. So, it's like. You, he's a business beyond both the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least they didn't spend the first-round pick on him. Yeah, that's true. And they paid him all that kind of crazy money to not play. So, but. All right, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll talk more Panthers, but let's dive in as the new year. Did we all stick to our resolutions? Did we? I'm sure we all failed some. Yeah. Um, I would say that a couple of mine I, I really did. Yeah. I exceeded something I didn't even okay. anticipate doing. What were they? Um, well, just like from a like, – like one of my main things was just like taking care of like like getting healthier, like as far as like my foot and all that. Yeah. So like what happened was, so like I was able to cut back on a lot of the rehab I had to do because the rehab I was doing on my own. Yeah. So that was beneficial. Um, on top of that, just growing with, you know, faith and family, um, the house, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff was just big for me. Um, I but, do have to say you came up with your word, finally got me a black Santa. 
I did, man. So he did come I, through I, with that. So I, I got that. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm glad that you, I, I'm pretty sure you liked it. Oh, yes, yeah, good. One. It's know, a legit, so, it's a legit um, black Santa. And, so and I feel good. like it's a strong possibility my mom every year is going to give you another. That's good. We we'll just know, have so. a good little collection. <laughs> and like Cheek said, he said, if he didn't know me, he'd think we was a little racist. But since he knows what the, the deal is, the backstory, then it's all good. Yeah, so. I, I just can't wait until Luke grows up, starts bringing his friends over around Christmas time. And they come in that first time, make a little right, and be like, you got all these <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the, the, the crazy thing is is and my mom was mad because I didn't even think about this so just back to the whole Santa thing so there's at A&T they have like a black nutcracker so my yeah. mom has like four of them in the house yeah and they're all sitting up and she was like you know you gotta get Jacob one next that's true just like, that's okay. true <laughs> I could, yeah, so. an A&T nutcracker would be fantastic yeah so that would so, be fantastic yeah. yep alright yeah. good to know I already got the presents for 2019 yes. set <laughs> I'll say on my I did fail I, you know every year you try to talk about being healthy and this that and the third and I'll tell you one thing I know it's an excuse but just when you got a kid yeah I hear that it's tough to yeah. and like gym time to me has been cut out because yeah. now on those days when I'm off and I could use those one or two days off to go to the gym and get me an hour in. Now it's like, okay, if I go to the gym, I got to pay for some childcare. And then, yeah, now I think what I need to do better this year would be maybe just put them in a stroller and walk around the neighborhood. You know, okay, nothing okay. too crazy. And also, it's like, I'm getting to the point now, like, exercising just sucks. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't fun. Like, and, that, and I, 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 to me, I always was the one when playing sports. Like, I would rather go out and play a game of basketball or play a game of football soccer, baseball, softball, whatever, then go to the gym because that's just more fun doing exactly. that and competing. Yeah. But now we're also at that age where I can't afford to tear an Achilles yeah, or tear an ACL because I got mouths to feed. Yeah. I can't be just going out hobbling around on crutches and stuff. So it's like it's that, that, that weight of growing up like, okay, like I'd love to go join a, a hoops league, but, man, if I – you know, hurt myself, and I'm on disability. Like I can't. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, I've been there. I've yeah. been there. Oh. And it's like you know, and, and I enjoy drinking good beers. We do the brewery reviews and all that stuff. So you're trying to not drink every single day. You try to keep it to a couple days and this mm-hmm. that, and try to eat a little healthier. But yeah, when sometimes when you got the kid, you just like. All right, just get the burger and fries because it's easy. You just go through drive through, come home, you're good, you're gravy, you got to cook nothing, you get sick. Because by the time you come home, you want to hang out with them and, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So the one I did see, though, and I think I want to continue it is just like being present with the family and with the kid. Like now you were talking about earlier about like everybody's on their phones. Yeah. It's wild how like you can just take a moment time sometimes to step back and just look down. And when you're around a group of people, everyone's just looking down. Mm-hmm. And there is some good, funny stuff on the internet, but it's like I said, be in the moment, and you don't want to miss, like, my favorite quote, I'm probably going to get it put up on a picture frame somewhere or something, it's like, with having a kid, it's like, the days are long, but the years are short. Like, it felt, this year flew by. Yeah. But there were some days where it was just like, man, is it ever going to end? Because it's just, sometimes they're not in the mood, they're sick, they're grouchy, they're trying to, you know, do different things, they... You actually take your alpha for one second, and they fall and bump their head, and then you're like, oh, then you feel terrible about it, you know? It's like, <laughs> so it's a whole new thing there, but it's just like being in a moment and just creating those memories. And not always like trying to post everything you're doing, yeah. you know? It, I always think like the number one stunt is people like posting them going on vacations and spending all this stuff. And, and now with kids, it's like you're trying to get so many likes because everybody likes it, and it's just like, 
you start feeling like, damn. If this picture doesn't get, have a if this picture doesn't get a hundred likes, then I like I'm failing in life. Being yep. like, nah, it ain't for other people to be living. Like you gotta live your own life with your own family. So doing that, just being present and, and like said, me personally putting my phone down and just watching him going down, oh. like playing catch with him a little bit, tossing yeah. the ball and playing. Like I'll be honest with you. It's boring ass shit sometimes. Like they just do repetitive shit over and over. And you just sitting there and he just takes the ball and puts it in a truck or whatever it is. But that's what you gotta do. Like you can't you're gonna miss those moments if you don't take them in. And it's very boring sometimes and it's fun too, but like after the sixteenth time of making the cow noise and doing the simple puzzle, you're like, ooh, but at some point you won't be doing it anymore. Exactly. And it's gonna be something else. It's gonna be more and more. Instead of you know, trying to play catch, you actually gonna be really playing yeah, catch. Yeah. You know, so and that's the stuff I'm looking forward to. It's like right. going in the backyard, slinging a rock, shooting hoops again, like yeah. in the front yard when we get a, a hoop for the cul-de-sac. Like that's the stuff I've gotten out of because you don't really, you know, like, do it as much. Yeah. And then when you have a kid, you kind of get to relive your childhood. It's an excuse to do some fun, silly stuff yeah. again. You yeah. know. Yeah. So, all right, Jeeves, what about you? Uh, I think the the main one for me uh, last year was move out. And okay. I did that. Yeah. I did he that. He got you a sweet thing now, too, right? Yeah. So, I got me. I moved out for 2018. The main one was to move out and get back on my own. Get back on my own, like, my own two feet. Yeah. Outside yeah. underneath my parents and having to having those responsibility of paying the bills and on my own and the rent and yeah. the, all the bills that come along with, with the rent and everything. But And then also to get a... Get a girlfriend. Oh, succeeded that. All right. So, well, so this, what's the, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where that takes me. Is this the like? This is the first time. It's the first time in a long time you had a girlfriend for a new year, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was cool. It was it was a little bit different than than some of the other ones like you were talking about. Yeah. The beginning of the podcast. Yeah. Over here doing the hands on the knees. <laughs> Someone yeah. took your place. Don't worry. Yeah. So, <laughs> he can. He can have that one now. Yeah. So, but I also say I'll piggyback on that. Make sure you don't also lose yourself. Yeah, not doing some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes when people get girls, it's one of those things where you don't see them anymore. Yeah. And yeah. like I, we all understand when you get a girl, you want to spend time with them. Yeah. But then to me, it's always about incorporating them and doing stuff with your yeah. friends too. Yeah, and she's gonna do the same thing with her friends. Exactly. So yeah. Like, yeah. So being a part so, of that. Uh, I think I think that was one like the the 2019 would be to incorporate her with. Everything that goes on here, and then y'all. Yeah. And you got a new job, man. G, so yeah, we're good. So I did, I did, I did do that. Yeah, we'll see where that takes me in All right. 2019. Has have yet to see Eddie Rowland on the premises, Ooh, but so we we'll can call him out. We can, I can get his you number. Make, I can get his number. Lunch. Make that happen. You can take your lunch. Make sure you take so, your lunch out there. Yeah. You got that. Uh, I'll, I'll get that happen on one Friday and take me to lunch. Oh yeah, Friday, so cheese. I don't even remember what my New Year's resolutions were. You finally, like, graduating, right? Yeah, finally did. I have an internship. So you did graduate, right? I did. Okay. I have an internship starting in April. I'm trying to find a job. Yeah, y'all. Talking about bills. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> talking about checks clearing. Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. I guess it's a long time coming on that part. Yeah. Um, finally won a game of Birio Kart. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, man, we forgot to give a shout out. All right, yeah. We'll, we'll do that quick. Oh, don't worry. 
I was, I was gonna shout myself out. Yeah, oh, you did. <laughs> I That's right. So we played it in cheeks. We uh, we asked him. I said, "I'll give you the chance," and he was real quick with a Bowser's castle. He knew me and Duvall's weakness. Yeah, that's that's tough. He been down here practicing all last <laughs> night and three days since he got in on Bowser Castle and gave us a. That is not true. <laughs> I just you know had a feeling. Okay. Know, so, but I mean, it's been a good year, you know. I I'm still kicking it, still mm-hmm. alive. Uh, all my Achilleses are intact. That's, that's most important. Thing. That's right. Because there had been a New Year's where you actually was that? No, that was July Fourth. You had no Achilles. He was popping around on that boot. Yeah, I was supposed to come to Speed Street that year, and I text Jacob like, "Hey man, I can make it." Yeah. He's like, <laughs> "What?" I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I ruptured my Achilles." <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I, this is one of those things. You know, you you reflect over the year, and you know, we all have those days where it's just like, man, like, am I doing stuff right? You yep. know. Stuff ain't clicking, but then you look back now and it's like you know you made it through some things. Your you know your relationships are still intact with the people who mean the most. So it's like you know could have things could, could things have been better maybe yeah, yeah. But I still have a lot to be thankful for. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's know, all that's all a part of life. Like, yeah, because sure. like you know you experience is the best teacher. You know yeah. I'm pretty sure that like it's it's gonna be things that Jacob does that did last year with Luca. He's like okay well. I learned from this, so I'm going to do things this way. You know, the same with Jeep. You know, okay, well, you know, I did this with, you know, my family, or I did this this job. I'm going to make sure with my next job, I'm going to do this, do that. And then for you, Cheeks, it's like, okay, so, you know, this is what I was doing here at this particular time. Now that I've graduated, now I've learned from this, and this is what I'm going to do. So, you know, that's just that's just life. So Yeah. But yeah. just want us to make 2019 another good one, you know. Yeah. Oh, it will be, man. You know, you just got to speak it into existence. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. You just, you know, say some crazy things and just keep saying it over and over, and hopefully it eventually will happen. Yeah. So, better Panther season. Better Panther <laughs> season next year. You know? mm. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Layout. You stretch it, Duvall. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it is sad that it won't be another game, meaningful game. Well, August preseason, we watch them all, but. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Like I said, it should, it sh- it should be interesting offseason. With Tepper, what's he gonna do? He seems not to rock the boat too much, but you know, if they, if there's another seven and nine, eight and eight, miss the playoffs, it's gotta be time to. Yeah, it's gonna be. And again, even if he does that, and somehow Cam, because to me, if they do Andrew Luck's plan and Cam like has to sit out this whole next year, you know, if we just saw who's we just saw what we had, like is it gonna be again? It'll be history repeating itself again, where Jake Malone was out all season. And when they cut him, and they went with Matt Moore, and then Matt Moore got hurt, and then we went Brian, Jimmy Clausen, Brian St. Pierre, and all this oh, kind of stuff. Gosh. And that's setting up to be something similar. Yep. When you have a backup situation like Heineke, like, you you just want to lose. Like, yeah. I, I, mean, I just think if, if Cam does sit out, Rivera's gone. Yeah, because he can't win with no one but Cam. Yeah. Ba- barring him getting a Phillip, like a, a quarterback as Phillip Rivers caliber when he was with the Chargers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just the thing, like Cam, and I, I think, you know, like I said, I'm being positive power. I think Cam will be fine, you know, but. And it's also, it'll be coming up, I think Cam's in a contract year. Is it, is it what, two years from now? No, I think this might be I his think, last I think it's just coming up. Jeez, hit us with the Google man. I think this this might be his last year, potentially. Really? Maybe it's two years, I'm not sure. Well, see, I don't know, because, like, I mean, you know. I, I, so, I think, like, that would make me, if, if. If it's his last year coming on a contract, there's no way he sits out a whole year. Well, no, I wouldn't say no way. 
Because if he's thinking about his long-term health, his next contract, I mean. Yeah. And then to me, it's the big thing. Is Cam going to pull the Aaron Rodgers and just take everything? $40 million? See, and that's the thing. Like, if Cam does, I can't really blame him. That's true. I can't even like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> like, what, what have you really done to help me? That's true. And I, and I think that's the mindset Aaron Rodgers has. Yes, agreed. Because Aaron Rodgers was like the fix-it-all. Like, yep. He's saying, oh, we, 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 we should probably fix his position, but we have Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, because there's no way. Like, you talk about they should have at least had two Super Bowls or at least been in a couple more Super Bowls. They've only been to one that won one. Yeah. But well, with yeah. Aaron Rodgers, they should have been long, but they've just been, like you said, missing out. They've missed on a lot of draft picks. They haven't got the help around them. Mm-hmm. I mean, even this year, you would have thought, go out and get Des Bryant. At least give him another legit Target. One with Devontae Adams, like Des would be the two, but especially with Aaron, like the quarterback he is, like a Des Bryant and the receiver he is, because Aaron Rodgers just be running around. Yeah, just yeah. just go get open, arm arm th- arm and throw it up. Yeah, yeah. and Des is perfect. You just throw the ball up in the air and he'll go and get it. And that's why I, I agree with you. That's why I hope that we don't sit back with the Cam thing and like. But I can also see Cam because even when he did sign his first contract after the rookie deal. He didn't go immediately to the top of the top. Like, he was still, like, 25 or yeah. something million a year, yeah. 22 and a half a year. Because the thing is, is, like, he's probably, like, middle tier, like, paid quarterback. Yeah. So, and, so, I don't think – I think for and, – and Cam has made tons of money in his career. Yeah. So, he might pull one of those numbers, and, and Jordan was one of his – you know, mentors and Jordan was underpaid his whole damn career. Yeah. So last so, year. Yeah, so it so didn't yeah. make a difference. Yeah. So it's like Cam could be one of those things where, you know, if if this is gonna help the team. Yeah. He's also it. he's also made a ton of money in endorsements. Exactly. He's probably not even spending his contract money because of his endorsement. Yeah, I mean Under Armour's paid him a ton. So like you said, it'll be just like a, you can't be mad at somebody when they get their money because it's a short window to get it. Yeah. But you also hope that it if you end up taking a big deal like that, how, like, because it's been, I don't think we've seen a team win a Super Bowl with a quarterback that's, like, taking up 40% of the team's roster. Like, contract. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I feel like the last Tom team... Brady's been taking those small deals. That's, like, that's the way they had to keep competing because they were able to pay some defensive players right. and some offensive players. Also um, helps Brady that his wife makes twice as much as exactly. he does. You know, you know. I mean, they uh, just... So, 2020, Cam Newton's do... 18.6 million base salary, which is so, a steal. That's so, so 2020 is his 20, last so year. So he's got two years left. Two years. Yeah. Okay. So, and then he's so also could sit out this whole year. He's also doing a $500,000 workout bonus. Well, that, yeah, yeah, yeah he's going to catch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. About that. We see that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> Do you see that today, though? He wants to run a marathon? No. He put up, you were asleep. Uh, he posted on his Instagram, like, you know, one of those cam weird. Did I, were you up there when I read it out? I don't think so. Oh. He posted on his Instagram like one of these his funky writing right. kind of things about how he wants to leave some BS behind. Thanks for everyone supporting him. Da, da, da. I want to get better as this, that, and the third. And then he also put one up that said like, "I want to run a marathon." Is there a group of people in Charlotte that want to get together and train or something? So I don't know what the heck he got going on, but I think he's he's he, I think he's one of I think he's gotten to that point now where, based off the injuries, he's more so concerned about his health. Yeah, you know, and I mean the shoulder thing this year. If it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for T.J. Watt, yeah. you know, he's but been, 
If it was, if the, they would have gotten some more offensive line help, and yeah. we went out there playing seven round picks on the tackle, yeah. again, it's the same thing. Like, where did they build? And they haven't. I mean, they paid Matt Khalil, who was hot garbage. Yeah. But again, they think it's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. We can put hot garbage around him because Cam's gonna elevate. He's gonna make he chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look, yeah. He, look at the team he drove to the Super Bowl. Bowl. He had Mike yeah. Rivers and Michael Orr as starting offensive of tackles with Ted Ginn, Philly Brown, who's out the league, and Funches, who was a rookie. Yeah, and Jericho Crockett. His starting receivers were Jericho Cockery, Ted Ginn, and Philly Brown. Yeah. That was the best thing to happen for Cam, but the worst thing for the GM and the, and the uh, coach. Yeah, they thought, oh, we can just, just put him trash out there. And that and that's presumably what they – and then they finally realized after they went lost that next year, he hurt his shoulder, they started investing in the Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore – or Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, oh, uh, and all that kind of stuff, and getting offensive talent, drafting Ian Thomas this year. But, again, I don't trust the coaching staff in putting put players in the correct position – for, for them to the best win the game. game. Or just to win the game. Oh, yeah. Or that. I mean, why, why in the world was DJ Moore not out there? Now, tell me, if, okay, the first couple of weeks, if he just didn't know the playbook, but they also wanted him to learn all oh, three he, he wanted to play. The, he needed to be the one, the two, and the slot. And so I'm like, what are you? like? You can't, like, you can't put that on a rookie. Except, well, you, you can't, can't put that on anybody. Like, yeah, you can't so, do that? Something like, yeah, I'm a veteran in the league, and yeah. I, one year I did this, the next year That's I did that. That's something Tory Smith should have been doing. Yeah, but to me, as a rookie coming and say, "Look, we want you just to learn this because it's already good." They, wide receiver is one of the hardest positions. We see people with swing and miss on wide receivers all yep. the time. But you're gonna sit there and ask him to do that and return punts Punch. and return kicks. It was like, why don't you just have him learn one position? And then after this season, when he developed that, then you you dabble in a little bit of the slot, dabble yeah. in the other stuff. Yeah, because at his first thing, you're coming in. You're I mean, they even first said, thing you come in as a rookie. All he you said he was drowning. Look at the look. so you know, yeah, and I think like. Over time, they eventually went to that, but like it was like, should you waited like? Yes, it was too late. They're yeah. out there trotting out Devin Fletcher's and Tory Smith, and wouldn't get Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore any reps. And that was that was crazy to me because in my mind, I'm like, okay, Fletcher, this is his last year. I mean, now granted, they could bring him back after that Detroit game. Fletcher's basically said, said, "All right, I'm out. I gotta go." Because he, he dropped six passes, yeah. so it's like, yo, yeah. I, I can't come back here. Yeah. Especially after that. Now, if, if Curtis Tim and DJ Moore weren't really doing anything and he started coming back into his own, yeah. but now it was just you like... Know I, you know what's going to hurt, though, Duval? What? Just as it did when Brandon LaFell left and they won a Super Bowl with the Patriots, Punches is going to end up going somewhere like Green Bay or somewhere else. And then he's going to like end up winning a Super Bowl where it's going to be like... <sighs> and he's going to have like... The like last two, two big catches. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You're gonna be like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. It. Now we also got to bring up Duvall. I think you shouldn't buy any receivers or players with jerseys <laughs> because you bought a Kelvin Benjamin. He, he go. Well, I never bought the Funches jersey. You, you got the t-shirt. You got to stop buying. And you got the t-shirt. And you got the hat. The sad part when I was in the team store. I wanted a DJ Moore. Don't, so don't bad. do it. Don't you put that voodoo on there. <laughs> hey, but, you, but you got Devin Funches t-shirt and a Devin Funches hat. I do have the Funches hat. So, it's tough. You but I know. It, but you, you know the thing was, was like. Just put up there and do fall on the back of the jersey like Jacob does. Yeah. You got to get. You got to put. I, or I could, I, I have, maybe I could try somebody on defense. I don't know if you want to no. put that voodoo on somebody, man. <laughs> I think you just or, gotta, or, or you can go. Or you can go someone who's retired. Yeah. yeah. Steve Smith. Or get you a Peppers. Get you a Peppers. I'll pay that money with that. Steve Smith. Uh, but I think you gotta. I think you. you no, gotta, no current players. You, you gotta, you gotta stop. So the I gotta hats go players. old school with it. That's yeah, what you, you gotta, you gotta stop school. the hats, man. Okay. Because that's, I mean, two times in a row is. 
Cause see, you gotta think about it. So this is crazy. Yeah, you, you probably like you. So the you year we went fifteen and one. We went fifteen and one. The game we lost, I wore a different. I wore a new shirt, and it was a funchy shirt, and we lost. I didn't wear it again. The next season, I would wear it. You know, whatever. But then, like last year, I was wearing the KB, and Funches was getting off. So then, I then KB hit with the bullshit. So then I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and then this what's crazy is. I wore the KB jersey on Sunday and we won. You got some weird voodoo hexes going on. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. But Cheech, I can guarantee this: I won't be wearing it like that next year. Cheech mentioned it. You should just take it to a seamstress, see if they can put your name on the back of the thirteen. Or I don't even want thirteen though. Okay, well just <laughs> hang it up in the closet. Wait till you have a kid and they can wear it, play backyard football or whatever it may be. Hanging out, but I think it's time it's, to. It's, it's definitely gonna be one of those vintage like throwbacks. Oh, yeah. It'll be funny. Yeah. KB's always going to be a Yeah, and the functions, I mean, like I said, you can either donate that to, like, some... It was a shirt. I don't even know where it is, so we're good. good. Yeah, make sure, you know, there's some kids maybe in Africa that do some loser apparel, (laughs) box that puppy up, and send it all down. Hey, man, I'm still going to keep the hat, though. The hat, no, this hat's way expensive, man. I get it. But, ooh, that was a nice catch. Good gracious. All right, so we've covered it all. I think we've all hit our resolutions. Let's get to the notebook cheats. Uh, The Escape 109 Warehouse Distillery Notebook. Jeez. I got a question before before you get to that. So, like, I know we talked about the resolution. So, what's one 2019 resolution that you can tell everyone? Because I know you want to keep some to yourself. Oh, yeah. Just one good one. I think, like, I'll piggyback. I think it's just, you know, being there for my son and just watching him grow and making sure, like I said, I'm living in the moment and doing what's right. Because it's a weird balance with you got to work. Because you got to make money to pay for the bills and the daycare and stuff. But you also got to realize that life ain't all about work. work. Yeah. You got to get home and see that. Because, like, especially with my work schedule in sports, sometimes I work until 7, where he usually goes to bed at 8, 8.30. Yeah. So if I get, by the time I get off work around 7, 7.15, get home at 7.45, he's already in bed. Like, I, I sometimes go a day or two without seeing him, even though we're still in the same house. Because I get yeah. home. And then it's, if, if I get home at 9, 10 o'clock, he's already asleep. And then if Jerriana gets up to go to work and take him to daycare, the next day, she's leaving at 7. I'm not getting up till 9 or 10. Yep. You know, I'm not seeing them kind of thing. But so I think it's just one of those, like I said, just be in the moment, be there, do stuff, make memories, even though he may not remember them, but you got pictures and stuff like that. But just be in the moment because I said, days are long, years are short, man. <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I probably have to piggyback off of Jake. Uh, try, to, try to balance the work and your social life, yeah, as people call it nowadays, yeah. uh, to basically work to pay your stuff and then do the social stuff with your friends and interact with the now girlfriend with with you guys. No kids, no kids, no kids this year, Okay. Just making sure. I want to make sure you're being safe over there. Always. You got to so, have fun, but won't we'll, we'll yeah. make sure. <laughs> that's, that's, that, I, think, I think that's one thing that was is on my resolution and hers what? is to interact. Oh, I thought we was going no. to go. Oh, no. 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 Oh, with with everybody guys, else. Yeah. With everybody else. I got you. Get her out of her mom and dad's house. Oh. That's, she still is. Oh, I know that. She still with her mom and dad. Now, now, the, the, this not, may this may not be this may if you 
I'm not going to answer that question. Okay, fair enough. All right. I know exactly what you're going to ask. I'm not answering okay, that question okay. on the podcast. So that, that confirms to me that they have talked about it. Yeah. I mean, that's, cool. That, that, that's cool. You know, we can see that. I can yeah, see that. I mean, that's hey. I mean, geez, you're 30 years old, man. It's that's, the, the, the clock's ticking. That's the resolutions. Okay, all right. Yeah. And see, and see, for me, I think that's kind of one of those things. Like, I mean, we'll we'll all be 30 this upcoming year. So, yeah. um, Lies, geez, uh, that's, okay. that's right. Even 29. Okay, well, lucky you. Lucky you. Yeah. Yeah, you're 29 at midnight. Well, um, I think that's one of those things. Is just like really taking time to really just enjoy the moment because not everyone has the opportunity to not only live life to 30 but just live life the way that you're able to live it, to be around yeah. your, your friends your well, family your loved ones so i'm going to make sure i continue to this year just make sure i take and enjoy that and, yeah. and not really be so locked into my work as well yeah because you know someone always told me you know now granted i work typically nine to five well about eight to four eight to yeah. five it's one of those things where I don't have any children or anything like that, but it's like... That you know of. But the thing is, is someone told me, well, at 5 o'clock, you have a decision. Either you can stay at work or you can go home. And I know you spoke to that. It's like, okay, I can go home. I can relax. I can enjoy my time with my friends, my family, all my loved ones um, versus actually spending so much time and energy into work. You know, yeah. because while you're there, you work. But once the time is up, I can go and I can enjoy myself. Yeah. Because a lot of times people, people's lives are cut short because they do so much working yeah. and stressing over and that. So that's something that you don't want to do. And just take that away and just, you know, enjoy and that. I, I would say one thing that all of us in here are so young is, like, we can shut off the work, the work clock. Yeah. Like, I saw when I lived with my parents for the three years that I did, mom could not. Like she'd shut it off. She'd bring work home with her. Yeah, yeah, she would bring bring home work with bring the work home, and still work. And then she would work from home if she couldn't. Like if she had a doctor's appointment that morning, she would go to the doctor's appointment, come home, work. Mm-hmm. So like we're so young to we can still turn off that work clock and still have a social life. So I think I think that's, that's also. Inter- I think that's an interesting point you bring up, Jeeves. But I think that's also why people rip millennials. But we've also, it's weird because they rip us for the participation trophies. But remember, they were the ones who gave us the participation trophies. Yep. But also, it's one of those things where, like, oh, you guys don't work hard enough. But growing growing up, it was always our people were working so hard. Then they finally realized they should have spent more time with their yeah. family. So then we were kind of taught, hey, we should spend more time with our family. So we've been at that. And that's what, and that's what we're doing. Life. And you'll see those articles that come out yeah. like, Millennials aren't saving money. They're going out and spending that money on like experiences and trips. Uh-huh. It's because y'all told us that life was more about than just working. Yep. And now y'all mad at us because we're out actually we're living life. What do. And it's a whole, you know, that's it's, a whole it's, other it's, podcast. It's a, it's but, a battle, but so. I think, but to shut off the work clock and yeah. able able to have a social life is. And in my mind, I always think, depending on what you paying me, is if I bring home work, work or not. Home. Because right now, what I'm getting paid, I ain't got time to be at my house worried about <laughs> when, I, when I ain't on the yeah, clock. Checking emails. Now, if, if they all want to bump up some more funds, then we can talk about, okay, I can be on call a little bit, this, that, and third. But yeah. right now, it's like, yep. no, nah, I'm not, I'm not on the clock. Home. I'm not, yeah, Take I'm not a work computer home. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, nah. Chiefs, what about you? Uh, I think for me, I want to waste less groceries. 
but like having the excuse, uh, oh, I don't really have time to cook, so let yeah. me just stop on at the spot real quick and pick something yeah. up. Because I'm sure if I like went through and like actually budgeted how much I waste on food, oh, that's it's tough. Probably not that great. Yeah, and uh, that's just one of those things I want to get better at, and definitely like like you guys are. Like you guys are saying, you know, just take time to like enjoy shit. Like, yeah, put the phone down. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. just turn it off. And you know, Apple has that uh, setting where it tells you like your screen time now. Yeah, yeah. And you know, just get that like as low as I possibly can. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, have it more so for like a, I need to hit somebody up versus yeah. I'm just bored. Let me yep, just yep. start an emergency, an emergency phone. Yeah. So you know, I think. Those would be my things. Okay. What question you got? What's your go-to cook, 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 no, cookout tray? Ooh. Who was that? Who put that in there? Kevin P. Oh, yeah. Go-to. Go-to. I think I've gotten mine is uh, double cheeseburger, corn dogs with, with all, all the toppings, uh, corn dog side. And recently, I've been on a good run of fries where they're giving me just enough fries. So right now I'm gonna say fries, okay, with honey mustard on the side and that Polynesian sauce. What's what's the drink? Oh, the drink, cheer wine. With sweet tea. Sweet, nah, sweet tea is only the budget. What? Yeah, yeah. I think cookout sweet tea is yeah, better. definitely is. Yeah. Crushed ice. Oh my. Yeah. God. But okay. see, but there's so few spots got cheer wine, and Bojangles has cheer wine too. But I like the cheer wine with my. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, me, I get the um, it's cheddar style. I either I'll get the club style char grilled chicken tray. Of course you will. I would. <laughs> and I get I get fries and then I get the ranch chicken wrap and sweet tea. Oh, it's so good. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm I'm on the double double burger tray. Okay. As well as Jake. Uh but I'm lately I've been on the uh Cajun chicken fries. Okay. Alright, Cajun fries. Sorry. <laughs> Not Cajun fries. Yeah, Burger King? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cajun, the Cajun fries. And like Duvall said, the the Cajun chicken wrap. Okay. And then mine's the sweet tea. Huge tea. For me, there's two. Okay. Since I don't live here, like I, I normally have about two go-tos when I do um, come back. And the first one's uh, Burger Tray Steak Style with Cheese. Uh, Cajun fries, onion rings, or I'll do the uh, ranch ch- chicken wrap with the cheer one. And then my other one's the cheddar style with the fried chicken instead. Oh, really? And uh, fries and, you know, just the same stuff. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even know they did fry. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's the... Yeah, I'm about to run out there right now. It's not the Cajun. <laughs> it's whatever is the spicy one. So it might be the... Cajun is the fraud. Fraud. Okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah, it makes. I feel like we're gonna probably make another run or two to cook out while Cheeks is still in town. So <laughs> gotta enjoy it. Yeah. And I, I think I said I was off the cookout train for a while, but then realizing how cheap that's the best spot on for for the price. For the I price. think is what the what best cookout is yeah. what you're getting. And yeah. So. All right. I oh. Think, oh wait, we ain't done. Quick pick them update, pick them top we, 10. We hadn't done the Survivor one yet. Oh, yeah, we hadn't. Pre- well, it's best been out for a couple weeks. Greg and Kaylee won it all. He actually ended up winning by one point because 
uh, what's her name, Angelina or yeah, Angelina, yeah, Angelina. pulled out the hidden immunity idol, and that yeah. got him by. They gave him an extra point. He won one point. Yeah. They got finished in like six. Duvall, you were twenty something. G dead ass last. Dead last. Cheeks did not partake. I will say I did enjoy you trying to sit here and figure out how you weren't going to finish last. Because I'm sitting there listening myself, and I'm like, "Geez, about to do some funny math." Yeah. No, I, I, it was it wasn't the math that I was. That's about. all the whole it was about. Players. Yeah, but, that, but it didn't. It, it didn't matter. It's all. It's all math. It's all math. Last, because literally, like when you sent that tweet, like Kara would have had to won, but also won three immunity challenges yeah. with it. Like there was no way to get all that all those points. Yeah, like that's like, and that's the real realize. Like I had. What hurt me was I had someone go off at two. Kakaley, who won, he didn't his first it. his his person was double digits. You know, that's what I'm saying. His first person that left was like eleven. So that's an already eight point three you know, nine point bump that he's yeah. already got on me. Yeah. So I needed to even compete. I would have needed my number one pick to win. You get the five extra bonus points, and she would have had to win some hidden immunities. So that's yeah. the key to me is the only way really to win is your first person. Has to go out at ten, at least ten, to yeah. give you a chance of taking yeah. the whole thing home. Yeah. If you if you have one person go out anywhere between one and nine, and there's other person that's out there that hasn't lost anybody, you you're, you're playing for middle ground. Yeah, you ain't playing for Jeeves last, the Jeeves award. Yeah, but you know, I'll come back strong this next season. I have learned this: if your team matches up in any way with Jeeves' team, you better change everybody <laughs> you pick. That is something I've noticed. So, but you can't change it in the middle of it, can you? I'm just saying, you, 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 you in trouble. You can change it the day of. You're in trouble if it matches up with Jesus. Yeah. If you're on the podcast and you announce your team, yes, we will not let you change it. But if you were listening yeah. to the podcast and your team matches up with Jesus' team, you better hit me with a quick text and be like, <laughs> no, nah, I will change it. I'll give yeah. you that. But, yes, if you're on that podcast, you can't change it. Yeah. Okay, I got you. All right, so we'll do a quick pick em top ten. Breaking news, Duvall, you are in first. I don't know how. You're tied with Tyler. Y'all both have like 107 points or whatever it is. Nate's in third, I'm in fourth, Jesse's in fifth, uh, Quarters in sixth, Garrett's in seventh, uh, John Long's eighth, uh, Trent's girl Stevie's in ninth, and Jerriana's in tenth. Jeeves, you're strong, 13th. 13th, oh, top 15. You've helped out because literally the bottom 20 people have all quit because they missed one or two weeks. And Chief, I don't know, what what was your team name? Were you run CMC? I made it. Okay, give a quick look up to see what... He's I made it. I think I you're you're it. you're up there as well, but I think you've missed a couple weeks, so you may be missed down. This is last week, didn't you? Yeah. I, it said I had pick. I don't remember picking, but I had picks down. I made it. Where's he at, Jeeves? I made it. It's in twelfth. He's right above me. Right above Cheeks. You on top of Cheek Jeeves, man. Right above me. Right above you. Best way to get over someone is get over someone, you know? He's, he's above me by one point. You better pick this week. Ooh. If, 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 if you trash talk, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it. It's a wonder I ain't hit you yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all that. Uh, Survivor will be back February? in February. So start doing your research on that. It's going to be real funky because... They're doing some weird thing where, like, if you get voted out, you still kind of hang around, so it could put our rules in a total... Could be like the uh, Exile Island. Yeah, but it's something like if you get voted out in the first one, you may be able to hang out until... It's going to be... It could put our rules all in a funky, but we'll figure it out. We may have to make up some rules as we go, but join that. 
uh, you get that sweet, cool trophy. And then whenever Tyler starts making sauce again, you will win some sauce with that as well. Uh, we'll have uh, we'll the pickup for top 10 will end after the Super Bowl, and that gets a nice little swag bag. And then we'll also, once March Madness comes up, join the bracket challenge in that, and that should get you some good stuff as well. You'll see Escape 109. He's got a new room. That's right. Uh, you'll get you win some of that. You get a 50% off coupon. We are going to actually, coming up, we're going to go chest that room out uh, and then have him back on the podcast probably sometime once football season ends. We can get up there on like a Sunday or something. Uh, and then he'll let us test it out and we'll have him back. We'll talk about all that good stuff. And yeah, that's about it. Happy New Year. Uh, we'll see y'all soon. Go buy a t shirt. Like, comment, subscribe. Watch the YouTubes. You know, I think we're at like 56, 57 subscribers. So it'd be cool to get to 100 within the next two or three months. That'd be another resolution, maybe getting that YouTube up. 100, be cool. 100 in 2019? Oh, we can get to 100 by the end of 2019. So, so there's a goal. The goal would be the, the goal 200. 200. If we can get to 200, would be like the big goal. But I, easily, I think we can get to 100 here soon. Because YouTube. Preferably, we, we, we want 1,000. 1,000 is when you can start making some money. Okay. So that's that's what we want. Okay. And then, then once we start making some money, then we really y'all can get start getting some bread too. Because y'all, if y'all making appearances, you know, you might be able to slide you a fifty cent or something. I don't know. You know? <laughs> 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 All right. As always, like, comment, subscribe. Appreciate it. And uh, hopefully, Duvall doesn't hit any end tables on his way out. No, I'm good. All right. Peace.